0: Gossip at the Corpse Cart contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: This episode of Gossip at the Corpse Cart. And by this episode, I mean a new episode of Gossip at the Corpse Cart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, This is a fever dream spin off of Wine and Crime Podcast. If
2: you're new to this show, (laughs) it's where we kind of really lean into our own identities. Mm hmm. (laughs) Big time. We cover some uh,
1: cases and topics that just don't fit into a normal episode of Wine and Crime.
0: Correct. Mm hmm. Some more content stuff,
2: some crazy headlines, some great obits. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: We got some obits today. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, So I'm Lucy. I'm Kenyon. I'm Amanda.
1: And before we get started, we just want to say cheers to you because this episode airs on National Rosé Day. Oh my God, my favorite holiday. Yeah. On that note, Amanda, what you got for us this month? Okay,
0: (laughs) I got some doozies for (laughs) you. My first one and arguably most questionable, most smartest (laughs) is submitted by Elizabeth R via email. And the headline here is as follows. It's sickening. Funeral home accused of secretly selling body parts. Yes. Oh, it's like my drunk dive. Sort yeah,
2: of. I and think my, I
0: almost covered this. Too. Oh my god! Well, it's here's my favorite part about this article. It comes from beautiful Montrose, Colorado. Oh. <laughs> Here she is. Okay. <laughs> Our Monroe's American teen princess. Yeah,
2: okay. Selling A disease body parts.
0: <laughs> Doesn't she look fine? Okay. Barely three days old. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. A Colorado funeral home is accused of victimizing families after claims that it secretly sold body parts in the hours after death. Big whoop. <laughs> oh, seriously. <laughs> And please feel free to go to the drive, and for the folks at home, (gasps) that refers to the blog, to take a look at Megan Hess, the owner of Sunset Mesa Funeral Home in Montrose, and she and her parents are now under investigation by the FBI. She looks er ermersing.
2: Well, it's just labeled in the drive as Montrose Corpse Seller, so yep. I'm
0: assuming
2: that's who you mean.
0: That's her. Wow! And it's a screenshot from like a video <laughs> where it's her. It's like a glamour shot of her. Like, look at her lip liner. OMFG yeah. oh, her lips? Her The lips and then a bangs. list there's a the list eyeliner. next to her that just says arms legs heads torsos and like the list was scrolling and i was trying to screenshot it with like the best parts arms <laughs> legs hands torsos <laughs> <laughs> this so- funeral home
2: has everything <laughs>
0: Yeah, this funeral. Bed bath and everything. beyond. And beyond. <laughs> with a population of about 20,000, Montrose is a community surrounded by the beauty of the Rocky Mountains. It's a community struggling to understand the stories and the accusations about what happened in the back room at Sunset Mesa. Quote, mm. I go to sleep with the visions of him being dismembered with a power saw. The saddest thing. Oh, said, my God. Said Ruthie Pettijohn, whose son's body parts were allegedly sold. Right, oh, so Lord. she's
2: imagining this, but yeah.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, how the fuck else would they have cut him up? She's probably onto something. Right. Uh, she continued on A to spork. say they desecrated his little body. They cut him up in pieces and sent him all over the place. I can't even fucking imagine what these families must be going through.
2: What are people buying arms, legs, heads, and torsos for?
0: I mean... Ceremonies, I, I guess. I mean, I I know that like this illicit black market shit goes on all the time. I'm not really sure what it's necessary like for. Like, I understand for.
2: organs, but mm-hmm. like,
1: oh, Faking oh, um, your own
2: death. Mm. Oh yeah, there, yeah. I burnt, mean, there's a that market shit up for in it. A car. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So okay. several families uh, have come together, and after the discovery that literally their loved ones. Had been cut up And sold Um, They're united by the pain of believing They purchased cremation services for their Loved ones hashtag cream king Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Knowing mm -hmm. they never Agreed to let Hess dismember the bodies They're struggling with claims that she created A product with a power saw And angry that she ultimately Profited from the sale of arms Heads legs Torsos even whole bodies Wow Mm -hmm. Yep Yep, Um, Uh, yeah.
1: How do you get
2: plugged into that scene? I don't want to find out. I bet there are a lot of people
0: fucking them, but probably, but torsos for sure. This part's pretty Mm -hmm. gross. Uh, so Jackie Hampson was, uh, had spent a year working as Hess's personal assistant. She told investigators that she heard bodies being dismembered. Oh, you could hear the machine going. It was kind of creepy. Kind oh. of. Girl, yeah.
2: go get a temp job. I That's can. what I'm saying.
0: Go work at anthropology.
2: Like I understand. I really understand being unemployed and mm-hmm. like needing the money and being desperate. I mm-hmm. have been there, but like you got to have some options.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So has- I'm wondering
2: how the shipping situation
0: worked. You can reach out to her directly. Uh, Hess, (laughs) along with her mother and father, are all named in a lawsuit which accuses them of using a back room to dismember cadavers with a power saw and stack body parts in coolers. The lawsuit claims that the three sold torsos for $1,000, a pelvis with upper legs for $1,200, heads went for $500, and $250 for a knee. Prices at significantly discounted <laughs> rates compared to other body brokers, which a apparently knee. is a thing.
2: What the fuck?
0: I mean, people can purchase for science. I know that. Uh, body brokers are a legitimate real thing, but doing it without yeah, the in like consent, a
1: regulated scenario.
0: Not exactly. like
1: this.
2: Yeah. Also like I would get it more for like a whole corpse. Yeah. And if it were like the mid 19th century,
0: Well, we're apparently in the wrong business because the lawsuit estimates that they were Mm. making $40,000 a month from sale of body parts.
1: Damn it. Can I just point out here, let's recall this case when we get to my section, because it is alarmingly similar. I am not
0: even ready. Oh, all right. But yeah, so Mm -hmm. they are going to be going to trial, going to court. Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens. We'll have to Mm -hmm. follow up on that one. Thank you, Elizabeth R. Keep
1: us updated. I yeah. am we'll very do. curious.
0: Yeah. This I got next a lot one of questions. Comes from Stephanie. God bless her. Uh, this is a smoking gun article, which I fucking love. These, they're so hilarious. <clears throat> <laughs> Woman stashed seven syringes, quote, there. Are <laughs> oh, we gonna find out where there is? Yes, we are. <laughs> The syringes were recovered after a Burger King disturbance. <laughs> <laughs> In what may be a U.S. record, a Florida woman had seven syringes stashed inside a body orifice mm-hmm. when she was booked into a county jail late mm-hmm. uh, last week, it would look mm-hmm. like. Do you want to guess what orifice it was? Butthole. Yep she got
1: it
2: always the butthole (laughs) that's the first place they look come on i mean
0: really men are fascinated with the ph uh police were called to a burger king in reference to quote a female snarling and yelling at staff been there (laughs) (laughs) the suspects cops were told was refusing to leave the largo restaurant When officers arrived, they detected, quote, several indicators of narcotics usage on the part of Jamie Westcott, the 35-year-old pictured on the blog slash the drive. You could check out her mugshot. Her fucking eyebrows are on point, and she's actually, like kind of next-level gorgeous.
2: She's, like, very pretty. Her eyebrows are a little too thin, but they are defined. Yeah. She's like Sandy Bullock with a plus a Kardashian.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, like
2: if Sandy Bullock and Kylie Jenner had a (gasps) 35-year-old baby Mm. addicted to opioids and used all of that lip kit. Honey, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: So she consented to a property search, and a search of her property and person According to the arrest affidavit, (laughs) during a pat down, Westcott, quote, pulled away as an officer searched the right side of her groin area. The Mm -hmm. cop reported feeling, quote, something, something hard in her vagina area. I thought it was the butthole.
2: Which is it?
0: I mean, men never know the difference between the (laughs) vagina area includes the butthole. (laughs) Um, the cop uh okay so while refusing to identify the item westcott reportedly spontaneously uttered that she fucked up (laughs) 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 also been there (laughs) um so oh wait no the contraband was in her vagina i thought it wasn't her butthole i misread this gonna be my guess so lucy you fail kenyon wins nice That's all right uh, i got a westcott, taste of success true <laughs> westcott was given quote many opportunities on scene to tell deputies what the contraband was in her vagina but refused to warned that she would face additional charges if the contraband was introduced into jail westcott still refused to say what the contraband was it's it was just only
2: my tamagotchis oh my God.
0: it's seven tamagotchis <laughs> they're my children <sighs> It was only after Westcott was at the Pinellas, pen, Penelis, Penelis, I don't know how to pronounce things, Penis. Penis County lockup that she relented and removed seven syringes from her vagina in the presence of three jailers. Mm-hmm. The syringes had, had a clear substance there. inside, but <laughs> like, the liquid like- was not identified <laughs> in the affidavit. It's like clown scarves. Like she was charged with coming. possession of drug paraphernalia and resisting an officer without violence, both misdemeanors and introducing contraband into a penal institution, which is a felony. She had to post a $5,300 bond to be released from jail and will be facing a uh, court to figure out what's going to go down with all these charges.
1: So uh, she would have avoided that felony had she pulled those out of her cooch
0: before she correct. was arrested because when it's a felony to introduce it time. into the jail. Dang, that sucks. So she, she, got she was the, even trying. She got the resisting without violence for not complying with removing stuff from her vagina in the moment and then she also got introducing the contraband yeah. into the pedal system basically, which is a felony.
2: Remember that when sucks. somebody that we went to high school with was sent to rehab and he yep. tried taping cocaine to his ball sack.
0: Yes. Yep.
2: He has yep. a child now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Glad <laughs> yeah, to see he he's doing great.
2: Yeah. I think he is doing pretty great considering I think that so was too. the starting well, point. You can only go up from
0: there. Really? Yeah. Blow up. glow up. <laughs> Alright, this next one is from Lauren Woodhouse And I just get the best Visuals from this Two men arrested after shooting Each other while wearing bulletproof Vest (laughs) 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 This is from Her local area of Rogers, Arkansas, are we shocked? Oh, my God. Men are so Two Arkansas men have been arrested on suspicion of aggravated assault after police (laughs) say they shot each other while taking turns wearing a bulletproof vest. Oh, (laughs) my word. The Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette reports that 50-year-old Charles Ferris and 36-year-old Christopher Hicks... (laughs) <laughs> were arrested. A police affidavit says the two men are neighbors and were drinking on a deck on Sunday when Ferris told Hicks to shoot him with a 22 caliber rifle while mm-hmm. Ferris wore the vest. The affidavit says he shot the shot left a red mark on Ferris's chest and that he was angry because it hurt. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> you don't see. Yeah. Yeah. You d- you no shit, Sherlock. The affidavit says Hicks then put on the vest and Ferris unloaded the clip into his back, causing bruises, but no serious injuries. Oh, my God.
1: They court really could have killed not, each other.
0: Court record records do not list an attorney who would speak on behalf of either man. And oh, but, that's how the article ends.
2: But also,
1: what's illegal about it?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's what it's I'm dumb, saying. But like... They're, it's the aggravated assault thing. Like, you're not supposed you to just shoot, shoot, at, shoot at, someone, at somebody, even, even if they they're to... wearing a vest. Okay. It's, I feel it's like laws this... like that that are like, okay, it's meant for this specific thing, but mm-hmm. it's going to also umbrella over the fucking idiots who mm-hmm. are going to do shit like this and then accidentally kill each other.
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like the Mm -hmm. aggravated assault charge should stick to the second guy. But the first guy who shot the other guy was asked to do it. They both. And then the guy who was shot was pissed that it hurt and he like unloaded on the other guy. No, he was pissed that it hurt. And then the other guy was like, well, what the the
0: fuck? I'll put the vest on. Does it really hurt that bad? And then the other guy like they both consented to wearing the vest and being shot. Yeah, but right. only one of
1: them was, like, pissed at the time, which was yeah, the second shooting.
0: We right. don't
2: know their motivations. We, they're idiots. You're their thinking too much about it. Their was Miller Lite.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. God bless. Exactly. And finally is one that I picked because we can't have a GAC headline without talking about Florida Poop. Man. Oh. Oh, Yeah. Florida man gets DUI after crashing lawnmower into a police car <laughs> <laughs> the suspect's driver's license has been suspended since 1978. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're going to have to retake the written and And the driving
0: (laughs) Florida man was uh, facing charges of driving under the influence after he crashed his riding lawnmower into a police car
2: Oh, the Haynes City God.
0: Police Department said 68-year-old Gary Wayne Anderson yep,
2: <laughs> totally. yep.
0: not only is a serial killer, but crashed <laughs> into the vehicle while an officer was away from the car. The officer walked back to the car after hearing the crash and saw a man on a lawnmower with a trailer. The officer noticed minor damage to a rear plastic piece on the vehicle, and Anderson admitted hitting the cruiser, but insisted there was no damage. Mm-hmm. A, uh, Anderson told the officer that he was drunk <laughs> Well <laughs> Just fess up may as well Yeah Officers said Anderson was unable to complete the field Sobriety test and said his demeanor quote Ranged from laughing to Aggressive <laughs> <laughs> yep, oh, Not oh, creepy no. at all When I'm yeah. drunk my demeanor Ranges from laughing to full blown Sobbing for no reason <laughs> So like I get it These moods You are, are real. kind
2: of a sober
0: I am such a sober when I'm drunk. It's amazing. I just love her so much.
2: I'm a slapper <laughs> across the face while giggling her.
0: Yep. You really yeah. are. Um, <laughs> after Anderson was taken oh into custody, God. he reportedly accused the police of poisoning him and asked to be taken to the hospital. <laughs> he was not. Police said that Anderson's BAC registered 0.241, which is more than three times the legal limit. And that he also had cocaine in his system.
2: However, Anderson <laughs>
0: insisted the police put the cocaine in his system, making his point with profane language and racial slurs. Way to go, oh. Florida man.
1: <laughs> oh, Gary they Wayne. planted it in my system.
0: Yeah. Gary Wayne. <laughs> so he was charged with a DUI and also charged with refusing to submit to a DUI test after a license suspension. He's had two prior DUI convictions, and that is why his license had been suspended since 1978. Wow, 1978. I, love it. I feel like it was hard was to get a DUI, a probably in 1978. Yeah. But it it's also ag- explains like DUI. he wasn't driving a car; he was driving his lawnmower. Oh yeah! And I, those are my headlines, y'all. Oh my Let the guy have some fun, you know? <laughs> what? Oh little God. coke, little joyride. You can get DUIs on your on your pedaled bicycle. Like, do not yeah. operate. Anything with wheels <laughs>
2: What if about rollerblades I was just going
0: to say What about rollerblades <laughs> I roller don't blade? know if you can get a DUI Google on rollerblades I don't, I don't think I bet so. you can't get a DUI but you could still just get like a drunken disorderly Or Disturbing, you know, piece. I, disturbing I don't think the they piece. count
1: as a vehicle They're not. And I think a bike would Yeah because a bike You does. still
0: as a rollerblader You're expected to like follow all the pedestrian laws And stay off of the street <laughs> As a biker, you have the, the legal allowance to bike in the street and actually shouldn't be biking on the sidewalk mm-hmm. and should be complying with like motor vehicle laws, like stopping at stop signs, stopping yeah. at red lights, things like that.
2: Let's look into rollerblades, roller skates, and non-electric skateboards. Putting it on the to-do list.
0: Done. I know you can get a DUI on a Segway because I've seen an article about yeah, that too. <laughs> for sure,
2: for sure. All right, that was
0: amazing. Well done. I love it.
1: I love it. What about our a unicycle?
0: Ooh, I bet you could. Uh, I bet you could. Yeah. Minimum. Right. You have to have two wheels minimum to ride this ride. I am <laughs> not a unicycler.
1: <laughs> no. I've never wanted a Rollerblade so badly in my life.
0: I want to get drunk in Rollerblade and see if I get a DUI. Oh, well, all right. Add it to my Ooh. to-do list.
2: Okay, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Zola,
1: the wedding company that will do anything for love, is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology, all in the service of Louvre.
2: And I can definitely attest that they really take the stress out of wedding planning because Zola has free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, affordable save the dates and invitations and easy to use planning tools. They've got it all, folks, and you can conveniently manage everything online and in one place, which saves so much time for couples. It was seriously a lifesaver for for me and Zach when we were planning our wedding across the world. you start with a free wedding website. It's so easy. It takes just minutes to set up and they have over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style in every type of wedding. These are non-cheesy approved wedding templates. They're so pretty. They're so pretty. Mine had like a beautiful South African flower. It totally fit the theme of my wedding. Um, and they also make registering for newlywed life super easy. So it's all in one
0: place, folks. Can't get better than that. Can't get better than that. So to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, OMG, no joke, go to Zola.com forward slash gals. Again, that's to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola. Go to Zola.com forward slash gals. That's Z-O-L-A.com forward slash gals. Treat yo wedding.
1: America has fallen in love with Best Fiends, the five-star rated mobile puzzle game. Discover the world of Best Fiends and its cute characters in this fiendishly fun, free-to-download mobile puzzle game.
0: Y'all, I am riding the Best Fiends train, and toot toot, I am loving it. I love this game so much. I'm at level, like, kid you not, 475. Um, I cannot stop playing it. I love it. It's my go-to game when I open my phone, and I do play a lot of phone games, so for this to be at the top of my list is a big, big endorsement. It's a totally different puzzle experience. There are thousands of fun puzzles and, like, collectible cute characters that you can get in the game, epic storylines It keeps you all engaged. It's a puzzle mobile game with thousands of hours of gameplay, so easy to learn, but it is difficult to master. It's a tough one. But it's fun. And they require you to use your brain. I love using my brain in a game. It's the perfect casual game to play alone or with family and friends. I'm connected on Facebook with a bunch of people who play with me, which is super fun. Passing them gives me, like, a sick sense of joy. I love it. And anyone can play this game. It's, you know, for kids or older adults, but it's made for adults, and I love it. And with Best Fiends, you can solve
2: thousands of fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. It is a five-star rated mobile game on the Apple App Store and Google Play. You can download it for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Mm.
0: Treat your life.
2: All right. Are we ready for my case?
0: Literally never, and I can't wait.
2: (laughs) So just a heads up, we recorded this episode really early because when this airs, we will be on tour. So we recorded this in mid-May, and it, this case is like brand spanking new as we recorded. Yes. But by the time it airs, there's going to be a lot more information, and I can't read the future, you guys. Don't email us.
0: Speculate okay. wildly.
2: Also, this case was first recommended to me by Amanda from Louisville, Kentucky.
0: Hey, girl. Loving that name. (laughs) So
2: on Saturday, May 11th, 2019, passengers had already boarded a flight to Charlotte at the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport when they were abruptly asked to exit the aircraft because their pilot had been arrested.
0: Oh, my God, yes.
2: (laughs) Denzel again? We've been through this. (laughs) Many assume that the pilot must have been found drinking on the job or something else aviation impairment related. Right. The natural order of thinking. Right. Yeah. Drunk
0: pilot. Right.
2: No one could have imagined the true reason for their travel delay.
0: Holy shit. Snakes. There were snakes on the plane. (laughs) Oh, my God. We got to get these motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane. Uh, Their
2: pilot had been arrested on three counts of murder. No. (laughs) One count of arson, one count of attempted arson, and three counts of tampering with physical evidence. Was it the pillow pyro?
0: (laughs) <laughs> no. He busted it out of jail And now he's a pirate?
2: pilot <laughs> Pilot, pillow uh,
0: pyro pilot Pirate pilot Pillow
2: pyro pirate pilot Pillow, yeah. pyro, um, pirate
0: pilot. pillow <laughs> pyro pirate pilot
2: So the United States Marshal Service, Christian County's Sheriff's Office and Louisville Metro Police all assisted in the Arrest. It was all like In front of people and everything He was wearing his like pilot's uniform He was like about to like fly the plane yeah, he's a fucking
0: professional. I mean, yeah, pilot. he had pirate already pilot. flown a plane that day, probably. <laughs> right, pillow pyro pirate pilot.
2: <laughs> professional. So, <laughs> a, f- a former Army Ranger major, the pillow pyro pirate pilot
0: Christian <laughs>
2: Kit Richard Martin. So he, his name is Christian,
0: but he went by but Kit. He,
2: but he went by Kit
0: because he's a fucking monster. He went by Got a qu- Quadruple P. Yeah,
2: had flown for PSA Airlines, which is a subsidiary of American Airlines, since January
0: 2018. Whatever, he flew for spirit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, let's be honest. We all know it.
2: Basically, (laughs) never again, Amanda. I want you to know. Listen, I'm
0: right there with you, I'm anti-spirit. I'm right there with you. Okay.
2: He held the title of Bombardier CRJ First Officer.
0: Papier no, I mean- mache C R J Primero <laughs> officer Pillow, How are,
2: pirate, you supposed to, how, are you, how are you supposed to say that
0: Paper I don't mache I'm sure you did it right It's just funny every time okay. <laughs> At
2: the time of the indictment the 51-year-old lived in Raleigh North Carolina but he previously had lived in Christian County Kentucky
0: Oh Christian what? lived in Christian County
2: Yeah Mhm
0: What a Christian. Quaker
2: a Christian named Christian lived in Christian County.
0: Oh my God, you're, you're hitting it too home. Fucking and chill out, guy.
2: Three years earlier, in November 2015, a triple homicide rocked the small Kentucky town of Pembroke in Christian Dang. County. Wow. On November 18th, the body of 59-year-old Calvin Phillips was found shot to death in the cellar of his home. And Jesus. later that day, the bodies of Calvin's wife, 58-year-old Pamela Phillips, and that of a neighbor, 63-year-old Edward Dancero, were also found a few miles away. Woof. Pamela and Edward's bodies were in Pamela's burned-out car, which had been left in the middle of a cornfield, and the vehicle had obviously been torched, so it was obviously arson. It wasn't yeah. accidental. Yeesh. I couldn't find any autopsy reports for the cause of death for Pamela and Edward, but I'm guessing that they also had died of gunshot wounds, like Mm -hmm. Calvin, and then were placed in the car.
0: Got it. it. sounds like a safe
2: bet, is my thinking, but that is speculation. So, information on this case is still really sketchy, but here's what we know. Early on, Christian Martin was named a person of interest in the murders. Mm-hmm. The Martin and Phillips families were next door neighbors, but they had a tense relationship, to put it mildly. Mm. They'd lived just yards from one another since 2011, but hadn't spoken in years. At mm-hmm. the time of the murders, Martin was facing child rape charges Oh, Jesus weird. Christ. Mhm. Take a, take a quick look at this douchebag while I go oh, on. No. So, oh no.
0: I'm mm-hmm. oh no. Mhm.
2: Oh. mm Mhm. Okay, first yeah. of all, frog he is not mouth. a pirate. Mhm. So, um I also read that he was facing sex quote sexual assault charges, but I'm thinking that this was being used as a euphemism for child rape. Mhm. Um yeah. He was also facing accusations that he beat his stepson and that he mishandled classified information as an army major. Mm -hmm. So just kind of hitting all the
0: touch points.
2: What else can we do wrong? Yeah. So it has been reported that Calvin Phillips, one of the victims, had discovered damning information against Martin that was stored on CDs and laptops.
0: How old school. Child porn. Probably child porn.
2: DVDs, yeah. Yeah. And Calvin was scheduled to testify against Martin, but was murdered before the court's martial case began.
0: Oh, how curious. Hmm. Hmm. How -hmm. convenient.
2: Mm hmm. One week after the murders, law enforcement searched Martin's home and seized a computer, but like At that point, he could have had time to wipe everything, but also maybe he didn't know how to wipe everything. Yeah,
0: maybe he's a fucking idiot. Right.
2: But without the prosecution's star witness, Martin was acquitted of the sexual assault and mishandling (sighs) of classified information charges and was only convicted on much lesser charges. Ugh. So he successfully killed the witness and then got off, basically. Yep. Yeah, on less, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. Hmm. The one time in history that's worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after Martin's very public arrest now in 2019, PSA Airlines released a statement insisting that, like all of their pilots, Martin had underwent a background check before he was hired, as well as, quote, recurrent vetting. But sure. that he had no criminal history that would disqualify him from being a commercial pilot. And that's because he'd only been convicted on the lesser charges. Mm -hmm. So (sighs) since the grand jury indictment broke this week, Martin has been placed on administrative suspension pending the Mm -hmm. outcome of the case.
0: Great. So we can welcome him back with open arms. Mm -hmm.
2: Just in time for the holiday rush. Yeah. Um, He is currently being held without bail at the Christian County Detention Center in Kentucky, awaiting trial. The trial date has yet to be set.
0: Oh, my Lord.
2: And then these are just like some statements from various folks about the whole incident. Yeah. So Christian Martin's, I don't know what the new evidence was that they got him on, that they were able to... Well, the grand jury, like, was presented all the evidence and chose to indict, is what happened. But it just took a while. So um, Christian Martin's baffled new neighbors in Raleigh told reporters that Martin and his wife had recently held a barbecue at their home. Oh, no. And
0: What did they cook? Pork? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Long pig. Oh, God. And one neighbor described the accused as, quote, nice guy, really surprised by this news. He had a military background and it showed he was ramrod straight.
0: Oh, he was
2: very to the point. Typical career military guy.
0: Well, and if I he wasn't wanna... ramrod straight before, he's going to get a ramrod straight in prison. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Tell you what. And I do not condone that act by any no. means. It was no. just too perfect a pun to pass up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not
2: condoning rape, even prison rape, but that nope. was a really funny joke.
0: Okay. It was pretty good.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> also because we're talking about a child rapist, just saying.
0: Yeah. So, fuck right off.
2: One guy. passenger. So this was one of the passengers that was held up by the arrest. Oh God! Whose surname was also Martin? No oh relation. Oh thank God! <laughs> told reporters, "Quote: It's scary to think this happened so long ago, and they're just now getting around to catching the guy."
0: Yeah. Welcome Cha. to our criminal justice system yeah. in a nutshell. Many years. Ugh. Ugh.
2: The murdered couple's son, so Calvin and Pamela's son, Matt Phillips, said that his mother radiated with kindness. She taught Uh. him how to read and how to drive. Uh, Quote, there will be no first dance at my wedding, no further advice on life, no hugs. I'll never be able to look into her joy-filled eyes when I tell her uh, she will be a grandmother. I'll never hear her voice again say, I love you. I'm devastated.
0: You know, I just, my heart just breaks hearing stuff like that. Cause obviously like my dad died several years ago and it's hard enough for natural causes Mm -hmm. to take a life, whether it be suddenly like it was for me or even if you know that it's coming, Mm -hmm. that's so hard to like emotionally reconcile and takes a lot of fucking work. But then Mm -hmm. to also know that that life was taken intentionally Mm -hmm. By mm-hmm. a murderer i i I cannot even fathom it. i can't even fucking fathom and that both parents, yep, and it is because they were
2: trying to expose a child rapist they were trying yep. to help the community
0: yep i yeah. it's just fucking infuriating, I hate it so much I hate it I'm so sorry I'm so, so sorry Matt
2: yeah, I'm sorry, Matt, hopefully, okay, so this next part. Kentucky Attorney General Andy Bashir said in a statement, quote, I hope this is a day that brings some justice to these families. There are many steps from here, but we hope this is one example of when you never stop seeking justice, when you never give up, that we can truly get important results for these families.
0: Fuck yes, I am here for
2: it. Mm-hmm. So don't trust Ugh. your pilot. Don't trust Fuck. a man in uniform. We seek. are flying so much. We're flying currently. a lot this summer, <laughs> including like to Charlotte. Pretty sure. Like, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be great. We'll be yeah. fine.
1: It'll be great. It'll be it'll be wonderful. Yeah, we're well, fine. We're, we're so fine.
2: he's been caught. So hopefully there aren't more.
0: Um, there there's more,
2: but yeah. wait.
0: there's more always fucking always let's
2: hear
1: from our advertisers
0: whether you're moving to a new place having a baby yikes or just Marie Kondoing your life also yikes you're probably looking to free up space self-storage is always an option but it's anything but convenient what if there was a way to store your valuables without breaking your back or your bank account I'm listening now there is meet clutter the world's largest on-demand storage provider you guys
2: know that i live very far away and uh i also have started to shop online a lot and that is a deadly combination (laughs) uh but clutter is the world's largest full service on-demand storage experience and i have been using it to store uh a lot of the Wink wine mm. that I have not been able to drink in uh, the meantime while I've been away. So I basically have a wine cellar that is clutter. Uh, and with clutter, there is no guesswork and no wasted space. Clutter helps you find out just how much storage you need. And it's also zero effort because if you have a back like mine, you do not want to be moving your own- With her back. <laughs> so you just schedule a pickup, and Clutter will be there to pack and move your belongings to store in their secure facility, and the best part, Clutter's price match guarantee. It means that you get the lowest possible monthly storage rate. It's an over. It's so important.
1: Clutter has a great sign-up bonus for our listeners. You can get $50 off your first month when you sign up at clutter.com forward slash gals. And that's on top of Clutter's no-hassle moving online inventory management, free pickup and delivery, and that price match guarantee. See why clutter is better and get 50 bucks off your first month at clutter.com forward slash gals. One more time, that is clutter.com and enter that promo code gals, G-A-L-S, at checkout.
2: Treat yo' glutter. You've heard us talk all about Ring, the company behind those video doorbells and security cameras. But did you know that they have an app to help you stay informed about crime and safety events in your neighborhood? It's completely free, and it's the Neighbors app by Ring. With Neighbors, you receive real-time crime and safety alerts from your neighbors. It's like the new neighborhood watch in an app. And anyone can join. You don't even need to own a Ring device. It's really important to stay safe. Uh, I
1: am a homeowner myself, and I have had packages stolen off of my front porch, for example. I've also saved some lost dogs. <laughs> mm. So for all these reasons and more, it is important to be able to connect with your neighbors to just share what's going on. So you can follow these directions to see what's going on in your neighborhood and to see neighbors helping neighbors. You just open the Ring app and go to the neighbor's feed. You browse through the feed of alerts reported by your neighbors. You can find a post where neighbors were helping out neighbors, like, again, returning that lost pet, uh, returning an item, those misdelivered packages. You can share safety tips and you can share your own experience. And I love using this neighbors app. It just makes me feel a lot more secure. And it's just the perfect cherry on top to having that digital security system, the cameras. So The fact is this app is making it easier for my neighbors to work together and keep the community safe. There's millions of people using it already. It's like a new neighborhood watch powered by real people. It's so cool.
0: Love it. So if you want to help make sure you and your neighbors are safe, download the free Neighbors app today. Go to ring.com forward slash wine crime to download from iOS or Android app stores. Again, that's ring.com forward slash wine crime. Treat yo safety. Make your neighborhood safer today with the Neighbors app by Ring.
1: Are you ladies ready for the coroner corner? Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. Hit me, mama.
1: Okay, I got three little parts for you this week. It's a little Ooh. bit longer,
0: but I think you'll enjoy.
2: Heads, legs, torsos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me. Did you know that a torso with a head goes for 1200 <laughs> but just a straight-up torso goes for $1,000? Yeah. Not shocking. Now you know.
1: Mm-mm. Now you know. The more you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking of informational... Got a little story for you from the International Museum of Surgical Science, which is international that place, house of pancakes. Place in Chicago that I always go to every time I'm in Chicago. Love Correct. it. Yes. If you have a chance to go, fucking go. Nice. All right. The New York Doctors' Riot of 1788 happened 231 years ago. It killed as many as 20 people and influenced both the perception of American medicine and the way it was carried out for decades to come. So, remember when I said that Amanda's case is going to be hearkened back to? Yes. Buckle up. Here we go. Oh, my God. In the late 1700s, New York only had one medical school because, shockingly, people looking to practice medicine weren't required to earn a degree, as we have learned. Mm-hmm. More than once yeah. over the course of all of our episodes, miss my call. I could have been yeah.
2: such a great 18th century dermatologist. You could oh my have. god,
1: you would have loved it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Rather, many attended private classes at New York Hospital, where anatomical dissections were a central component to their lessons. Mm-hmm. Great. In the, in the winter of 1788, reports started to emerge that medical students were robbing graves to get bodies for dissection. Mostly from the cemetery reserved for the city's black population, known then as Negroes Burial Ground and now as African Burial Ground. Oh, for fuck's sake. A half step better, I suppose, which is the oldest and largest known excavated burial ground in North America for both free and enslaved Africans. In February, a group of the city's free and enslaved Africans submitted a petition to the Common Council complaining that medical students were digging up the bodies of their deceased friends and relatives. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, and not surprisingly, at fucking all, the petition was ignored since many in the city were willing to turn a blind eye to the grave robbing as long as the bodies were poor and black. You don't
2: see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Racism literally affects every... Fucking morsel of society. It really does. Yeah. Ugh.
1: It is ingrained in the fabric of the United States. Mm-hmm. Accept it. Pro reparations. We can all move on. Mm-hmm. All right. However, on February 21st, 1788, the advertiser printed an announcement saying that the body, a body of a white woman had been stolen from Trinity Churchyard. Uh Uh-oh, now we care. Gasp. The newspaper printed something about it. With that, popular resentment began to boil over. Rioters ransacked New York Hospital and hundreds of angry people descended on Columbia College, despite Alexander Hamilton, an alumnus of the school, pleading with them not to on the front steps. So Alexander fucking Hamilton is like, you know, chill out, everyone. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, you know what? Over it.
1: I don't remember this scene in the play Hamilton. Over it with (laughs) Hamilton. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Unpopular As the riot- opinion, fully fucking over it. Don't care.
1: <laughs> As the riot wore on, a crowd of 5,000 people marched through the city yelling, Bring out your doctors! Bring out Bring
0: your dead!" <laughs>
1: After they began scuffling, kerfuffling with the local police force, the governor called in several rounds of militia men for backup, who attempted to calm the scene, but eventually opened fire into the crowd because
2: de-escalation tactics (laughs) Mm -hmm. also never been a part of this country right right right
1: in the days that followed people went to the cemeteries to inspect the graves of their loved ones and formed armed groups known as dead guard men dead guard men Mm -hmm. they're not dead they're obviously alive but they're They're guarding guarding the dead dead. yep to protect the dead the new york doctors riot was just one in a stream of so-called anatomy riots that plagued the united states in the 18th and 19th centuries these riots were sparked by anger over dissection and grave robbing which was how most schools got their bodies since there was no legal Mm -hmm. supply so no body brokers Mm -hmm. a la amanda's case Mm
0: -hmm. right yeah
2: we about Uh, to have another riot
1: right in response to these riots Anatomy Acts, also known as Bone Bills, were passed to legislate the supply of cadavers. Bone bills, boner pills. Boner bills. Yeah. Boner bills. The year after the doctor's riot, the New York legislature passed, quote, an act to prevent the odious practice of digging up and removing, for the purpose of dissection, dead bodies interred in cemeteries or burial places. But you
2: can continue the odious practice of digging up and removing dead bodies, but just not mm-hmm. for the purpose of dissection. <laughs>
1: <Totally>. <laughs> Apparently, yes. Got they're it. They're very specific. There is a line. The act outlawed grave robbing and provided that criminals executed for murder, arson, or burglary could be sentenced to dissection after death. Oh, so, so- they're going
2: to find the bodies somewhere. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, like, they're just making sure that they knew which bodies were going to be dissected before they died.
0: Sure, sure, okay. sure, sure.
1: Okay. Uh, but it wasn't effective. There weren't nearly enough bodies of executed criminal criminals to satisfy the demand, and so medical students continued to rob graves, Jesus albeit Christ. more discreetly than before. You but you the riot that? did— The riot did have other longer-lasting effects. It led to one of the earliest medical licensing systems in the colonies, Mm -hmm. in which would-be doctors had to apprentice with a respected physician or attend two years of medical school in addition to passing a rigorous government exam. So they're like, okay, we can't just fucking call ourselves doctors anymore.
2: Sure. Right. <laughs> Anatoly Moskvin can't yeah. just be like,
0: ah, Dr. No, don't Dr. Moskvin.
2: <laughs> and as far as I know, they never really did
1: much to address the fact, the injustice that most of these bodies were from black
0: cemeteries. Well, why the fuck would they?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: shockingly. I mean, these were, they were in, some of them were enslaved peoples. They didn't give mm-hmm. a fuck. Right. Uh, ugh. So...
1: That was pretty gross, but I also thought this whole thing was interesting, especially bring out your doctors. How scary.
2: Yeah, that is kind of crazy. I like it.
1: Okay, part two. This is an email from listener Kayla Robinson. Hi, Kayla. She gave her permission to read this on the air, and this is what her email says. I'm a mortuary student in St. Petersburg, Florida. I actually got to meet you lovely ladies at your Tampa show. Lucy commented on my Instagram photo of you guys, specifically of Kenyon's stunned face, when I told her what I was studying. I'll include the photo in this email. Go to the drive. There's a photo of Kenyon's (laughs) stunned face. Yes.
2: Oh, my God. I remember this one. Look at my face. I'm just gazing at her.
0: (laughs) And if you look close enough, can you see the ambulance lights from the young (laughs) woman being taken home after the show?
1: No, it's yes. just out of range.
0: Uh, but that was pretty
1: much that exact moment. Yeah, uh, someone got carted away at an ambulance from that show.
0: We look have at fun my here. pure
2: shock and joy, though, at the fact that this person is mortuary. Yep. You were really... Never,
0: you didn't look that happy on your wedding day. <laughs> 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 I know. I was there. You look...
2: Ensorceled. <laughs> I am completely ensorcelled, Yes.
1: <laughs> okay, moving on to Kayla's email. I'm only halfway through my studies, so I don't get to touch a dead body until after this summer. And then she says, what tier of necrophilia is that again, Lucy? It's tier four, <laughs> by the way, but only if you get aroused by it. So <laughs> update us. Watch
2: out, Kayla.
0: <laughs> yeah. So update us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but until then, spend my time working a regular job at Starbucks and picking up shifts as an attendant at this amazing funeral home in Clearwater, Florida. You lucky, lucky
0: bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Keep that anyway, in mind the next time you're picking up your
0: star oh god how many dead bodies have you touched today <laughs> while you're making my matcha green tea ice latte I'm here for it I love it
1: okay anyway back to your questions about embalming and its popularity blame everything on the American Civil War the end I already okay. do
0: there's mean, more information obviously <laughs>
1: With its vast number of young men dying in enemy territory, families wanted their loved ones shipped back to their home states for proper burials. The problem is that bodies start to decay real fucking quick, especially mm-hmm. in the South. You've seen how hot it gets down here. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
0: we have. Mm-hmm.
1: Undertakers had been using refrigerators to preserve bodies and calling them, quote, corpse coolers. Love Our next it. merch
0: item. Our next merch item, obviously. <laughs>
1: We got to get Igloo on board. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Thomas Holmes, known as the father of American embalming, claimed to have embalmed 4,000 plus soldiers and started the mass transportation of dead soldiers. Hello. When embalmer surgeons realized that there was money to be made, they started passing out advertisements to the soldiers who were told to keep it in their pockets if they wanted to use their embalming services and were also told that their families wouldn't have to worry about a thing. Holy shit, that's dark. Great for morale. I know. It's so dark. Well, this, of course, horrified the soldiers and caused morale to drop, obviously. You don't.
0: See,
2: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Ab- Abraham Lincoln had to get involved and issued General Order Number 39, which prohibited embalmers from passing out ads to soldiers literally on their way to battle and even required that anybody serving the soldiers in this way had to be registered in the army. So you wow. couldn't just be some rando going to the street where all the soldiers are marching past being like, you know. Yeah. Buy this, buy this rose.
2: Yeah. Prepay in five easy installments. Oh my yeah. god! Need a burner um, phone? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All
1: right, Lincoln himself would be embalmed after his assassination, and was actually displayed for the public, thus ending the stigma that many had about embalming, and it started to become a norm, nor, more normalized for the public.
0: I'm a it. Classic Lincoln.
1: Uh, she says, Hope this answered your question about why embalming became so popular. I'll email you guys on the reg about other cool things I learn. Yes. Up until recently I was the only female funeral attendant as of today. I'm I'm the only one under the age of sixty. And the old men love me because I use the F word in front of them. Oh yes, Old oh, men queen. love that. Fucking get uh, it. One more fun fact, fucking fun fact. Women who participated in funeral rites in ancient times were called shrouding women. And Kayla says, I'm tempted to put that on my resume when people ask me what I do. Do exact. it. You yeah. are a
0: shrouding woman. Mm-hmm. You're my shrouding woman. Shroud to be an American. Or <laughs> <laughs> at least I know every... Oh, my
2: God. Good job, Kayla. Good on you, oh, Kayla. So yeah. good.
0: I love that All little right. history.
2: I got
1: one more short little guy for you. So last but not least, listener Sam... I think short for Samantha, sent in this obit to me, which was originally published on November 30th, 2014. Another fun fact. This is the obituary of the husband of Nora McInerney. Oh, I love her. So, Nora McInerney has a podcast called Terrible Thanks for Asking, which is fucking wonderful if you're into podcasts, Mm -hmm. which obviously you are if you're listening. (laughs) And you're here right now. (laughs) has also written several books, including It's Okay to Laugh, Crying is Cool, Too, No Happy Endings, A Memoir, and The Hot Young Widow's Club, the latter two of which you can order for pre sale now. So, Nora McInerney is on fire. Her podcast is awesome. I Little just want
2: to put it out there. If anyone has any personal connections to Nora, we would love to get in touch with her. So I literally
1: have personal connections to her, and I still can't get in touch with her. <laughs> We're trying.
2: We really, really she love busy. her. Okay,
1: Our moms are friends. Even her mom can't pull strings. Anyway, her website is noraborealis.com if you want more information. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Nora, stop ignoring us. Oh, my God. Uh,
0: (laughs) We
2: love you.
1: Okay, so this is the obit. Uh, Aaron Joseph Permort, age 35, died peacefully at home on November 25th after complications from a radioactive spider bite that led to (laughs) years of crime fighting Mm -hmm. and a years-long battle with a nefarious criminal named Cancer who has plagued our society for far too long. Mm -hmm. Civilians will recognize him best as Spider-Man and thank him for his many years of service protecting our city. His family knew him only as a kind and mild-mannered art director, a designer of websites and T-shirts and concert posters, who always had the right cardigan and the right thing to say, even if it was wildly inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Aaron was known for his long, entertaining stories, which he loved to repeat often. In high school, he was in the band The Asparagus Children. Incredible. (laughs) Which reached critical acclaim in the northern
2: suburbs.
1: (laughs) As an adult, he graduated from the College of Visual Arts, which also died an untimely death recently, and worked in several agencies around Minneapolis, settling in as an interactive associate creative director at Cole and McVoy. I don't know how to say that. Mm-hmm. Aaron was a comic book aficionado, a pop culture encyclopedia, and always the most fun person at any party. He is survived by his parents, Bill and Kim Kuhlmeyer, father, Mark Permort, sisters, Erica and Nicole, first wife, Gwen Stefani, <laughs> third wife, Nora, and their son, Ralph, who will grow up to avenge his father's untimely death.
0: Oh, How sweet is that? It's... The best. It's
1: oh, so
2: good. First her podcast, one,
1: Gwen Stefani. Is I love that artist. so
0: much.
2: <laughs> her podcast, "Terrible Thanks for Asking," is one of my absolute favorites of all time. She is so amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. She's yeah. good shit.
2: Yeah. All right. So anyway,
1: those are my. That's the coroner corner for this month's gossip at the corpse
0: cart.
2: Good job. Ugh, you love nailed
0: it. it. Knees off to you. <laughs> for only $250, <laughs> I can get you a knee. I can get you, I can get you a toe. <laughs> With the nail polish. With the fucking nail polish. That, that'll right. cost you, but I'll do it.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Gak.
0: Gossip we love at it. the
2: Corpse Cart. We love you. Uh, we'll talk to you next month. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to
1: Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. Most importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! (laughs)